Those half-formed burps are like the nasty cousins of the unfinished sneezes. Ugh. Yeah, well, I'll just have to live with it, I guess. Just <laughs> live with this little passenger in my lungs. What the f*** is going on down there? Hello, welcome to episode 445 of WTFTFW. We're recording this a week into February on the 7th of February of 2017. I am joined by Seth, and he's right over there. Hey, 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 Seth. Hey. What's happening? And that's Seth sliding into the room from, like, the the doorway right up to the recording booth. Like, I'm I'm pretending like we're in a recording booth. Yeah, I just muted for a second because that burp I was having trouble with finally came up. Hey, that's all it took was the long, yeah. <laughs> gassy, man. I'm gassy tonight. Oh, jeez. Uh, I'm not, but uh, I, I am apparently... We, we got some of that power-killing frozen tundra effect going on. Oh, tundra. So hopefully my power doesn't go out while we're recording, because that would be embarrassing. But uh, before then, we're going to talk just a little, we're going to talk this little skoshy, skoshy, just a little bit about Transformers. Uh, we got some new picture picks to open up with, and uh, Seth's got uh, some new picture pick, crowdfunded hotness. Yeah, from, uh, um, so is this a Japanese crowdfunding site? Is that what I read? Oh, man, don't uh, ask me. Well, anyway. <laughs> Um, yeah, the front page story, I don't see a link to, oh, project page, here we go. Um, all X Transformers project. So, uh, okay, well, it looks like they're just doing their own website. It's not like Kickstarter or something. Yeah, and there's a video at the top, and instead of showing me a video, it's a YouTube link that says, the uploader has not made this video available in your country. Yep. Same with mine. Wish all right. Well, I wish I knew more about your project. Yeah. So this is the like, this. Is, well, they're telling us everything that they want us to know, and that is yeah, this is Japanese only. My hands. So are near. anyway, it's from. Uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce this. Caddy. Um. Kiddy. K D D I. Yeah, I was gonna say kitty because that, that's sort of how it's popping out of my uh, popping out of my uh. mouth. Is it's not all capital letters. Like if it was all capital letters, then I would think, oh, maybe they want to be K D D I. Kids, d- dumb development intelligence. That doesn't right. make yeah. So they're raising money. Um, they got a deal with Takara Tommy apparently. Um, they want to make three transforming cell phones. That turn into Optimus Prime, Bumblebee, and Megatron. Because what else are they going to turn into? Uh, these they, they will not be functional cell phones, mind you. Don't get too excited. But they will have Bluetooth. Hey. And they will grab alerts from your real actual phone. So I guess it will buzz or display something if you get a text message. I guess. That's cool. Also, I found they, they have a version of the video that you can watch if you scroll down our front page post. Ah. Cool. So, right. so congratulations. And, yeah, and like the the phone design is uh it's kinda like phones that nobody has anymore. Yeah. Is like one of the weird things. It's 
It's like the candy bar style phone with like a small screen and a big number keypad. Um, like I'm sure those phones, I think those phones still kick around as like the super dead cheap burner phones you can get. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, I mean, most everybody I know has a smartphone in some manner or another. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's, an, it's a weird thing that they're doing. I, I find it really weird that this is being crowdfunded only because I, I've never seen a licensed Transformers thing also go into crowdfunding. Like, I think this is a first yeah. for crowdfunding with a license from Takara Tomy. And uh, it's very it's very device label style. So there's, there's a lot about this where it, like it looks like they they got prototypes made. And I'm like, surprised this isn't just going straight to market. Although I, I like there are tons of reasons i could immediately think of as to why they would want to go crowdfunding but uh yeah it's a really odd news story for really weird looking things yeah it looks fairly well articulated yeah from the pictures i mean it it doesn't look like it does anything super super exciting um the way the the keypad splits the form of the legs is uh it's not symmetrical which I don't know if that's going to bother anybody, but it's noticeable. I think it would have been cool if, uh, like the two keys that are on the back of the legs could slide up or down to make it look symmetrical in robot mode. Yeah, that would have been a cool touch. Uh, but yeah, like they look decently poseable. I like the head sculpts a lot. Like that Megatron head sculpt looks really, really good. Yeah, the heads might be the best thing about them. Yeah, I mean, these go hand in hand with like, you know, Optimus turning into shoes um, and and stuff like that. Like it's it's, or the bare brick Transformers that came out a year or two ago. Uh, It's all really, really niche type stuff. Yeah, but I mean, they got a deal where they can make something that transforms, Mm -hmm. which isn't something that Hasbro seems interested in letting anybody do. I'm curious who designed the actual robot because there's like I, I haven't actually read this entire front page thing, so I'm, I'm sure the info's in here somewhere. But like, just scrolling down, there's a there's a bit with Takara Tomi, Transformer designer Yuya Onishi, showing the guy something. Um, so I'm wondering if like Takara Tomi did a lot of the work on the toy side of this, with KDDI working on like the Bluetooth technology side and the concept. I'm not sure. Because when it comes to Hasbro not letting people uh, design stuff that transforms, it's also because it's not being designed by Hasbro and Takara Tomy. So uh, as I as I've understood it, it's kind of like more of a a stockholder pride thing where the stock shareholders are like, we should not be letting someone else make better transforming stuff than us that has Transformers name on it. So if this was designed by a Takara Tomy guy, then I could see that being part of why it's happening. Okay, so okay, so it looks like with the Bluetooth interaction, um, so it has an LED light that will blink. Mm-hmm. So, I was hoping the little screen was actually functional in some way. Yeah, and like would maybe display a text message or say incoming call or something. But as I was looking at the pictures, and I'm seeing how you can slide the image out and slide a different image in for the screen. It was, it was very clear 
that that wasn't the case. <laughs> so, I mean, if all that it does is blink, that's really kind of nothing. That's uh, that's on par with like the Soundwave MP3 player doing like the most base minimum thing for when it came out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's kind of, I mean, the one thing that I think would have made it at least tempting is if its phone interaction was useful in some way. Yeah. Like, let, something that wasn't so much like, look what my toy can do, but more like... Yeah, because that's all that it is. Like, because, I mean, what's going to happen? Are you going to be so engrossed with playing with this thing? <laughs> That you're not going to notice your phone ringing, so good thing it, it blinks to oh, let you know when God. a call's coming in. Thank God I had my Bluetooth on. I could see the blinking light on my toy. <laughs> yeah. I know someone's calling. I would have missed that call that my mom was in a car accident and at the hospital. If it wasn't for if, my, my my O transformer. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, it, it looks like so in line with the the label series that have come out in the past, <laughs> or 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 your phones in your pocket or backpack as you're walking through the city, but you're holding this thing and staring at it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't carry my phone; I carry my transformer. Yeah, get with the program. <laughs> this is how we do things as we roll into the 2020s. Um, yeah, I, I hope this thing gets funded because, like, I, I like it when kooky stuff like this actually exists and is purchasable, even though I don't buy a lot of it. So I, 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 w I would like to see all this work result in something, like, that I could see at a convention in a year or two. And, you know, if people are, are really jazzed about these, then, like, I, I certainly hope this thing gets funded for your guys' sake. Yeah, it's just a curious thing. Yeah. Yeah, everything down to the style of the phone even is is curious. It's a interesting project. Yeah, that's all I gotta say about it. My only picture pick is a lot less interesting because it's something that we've already seen. This is just a shot of the final uh, production version of it. This is a uh, figure's coming out very soon. Um, it's uh, Leo Convoy, Leo Prime. Uh, I wonder, actually, it says Leo Prime in English on this package. I think he's actually called Leo Prime. All right, I forgot about that. So Leo Prime, it's it's what Japan is getting uh, in order to get the Alpha Trion mold from Titan's Return. So they're doing him up like Leo Convoy and giving him the Sentinel Prime head. And uh, the most interesting thing about uh, this is, like, you know, getting to see the box, seeing that they're classifying him as Ancient Autobot, and seeing that he comes with one of the Sentinel Prime Astrotrain guns along with the, the sword. So he's going to be fully armed. Uh, the uh, This is all from the TFPR Twitter account. There's also a fun shot where they kind of... I'm not sure if they just glued it to his back or just, like, balanced it behind him, but they put the uh, Masterpiece Starscream cape behind him so he looks like he's part of the, the convoy council or whatever. And they also have a goofy shot of Masterpiece Primal riding on his back because that's what you do. Um, and I, I'm kind of looking forward to this figure, even though I'm, I, I was fairly... Uh, how do I put this? My expectations were, were, were lessened greatly once I actually got Alpha Trion. I've also noticed I actually like Alpha Trion more than a lot of other people because I, I legit really like how he transforms. So I'm still interested in this piece, just not like chomping at the bit. 
But uh, it's nice to see that he's coming along. Nice to see the, the final colors and everything. Um, and he's got a Maximal symbol on his chest. So, you know, something's right with the world. Uh, Seth, you got any thoughts on Leo Prime? Well, one thing that I think is kind of neat is how reminiscent the box is to the original Leo Convoy box. Oh, yeah, with, like, the position of the lion mode and everything? Yeah. Now, it's facing the other way. Like, the the art and the direction the lion's pointed is, is opposite. Mm-hmm. But, uh, like, I pulled up a picture just to refresh my memory. Um, so, I, I don't know how much they were worried about doing that if it was just kind of coincidental or if they did it on purpose i'd like to think they did it on purpose because that's a cool little nod back well, i think he's also like as a toy it's a more difficult toy to package in lion mode than in robot mode uh-huh. so you know maybe there was a little bit of something in there yeah um, it's like the it's like they probably wouldn't be allowed to do it in the u.s because it changes the shape of the box and then it doesn't fit with all the other figures of that size class. Yeah. Like there's there seems to be more freedoms in Japan in that regard. It's, they, uh, they don't seem as beholden to stick to the box has to be this shape and size no matter what. I believe it's because uh, like figures like this ship in like a case of just this figure. Uh-huh. So it's it's like they don't have to share box dimensions necessarily in order to be shipped together. But it may have to share a shelf space. Yeah, and in that case, there's just, I don't know, they, the retailers don't have as much say, I guess, in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, you know, over here, Walmart and Toys R Us and Target can all go like, Hey, this has to fit into our end caps, goddammit. Um, and they, they can, you know, wave clout at toy makers because they have the power. Yeah, like, how is the consumer supposed to know that this is supposed to cost the same amount of th- as that when the box is not as tall? Yeah, the consumer will get confused. We'll have... They'll think that they're getting ripped off because it's in a more compact mode in a slightly smaller box. We'll have anarchy have in, the, in, the, in, the, in the toy aisle. We're gonna, our, our customer service representatives will have to deal with confused, angry customers, says everyone who's never interacted with a customer, yeah. ever. Never, ever. Never, ever, ever. Um, so, yeah, this guy's coming out uh, fairly soon. So, if you all, if anyone else out there is getting him, then, like, hey, we're all going to be in a club soon. The Leo Prime Club. Leo Prime Club. Leo Prime Club. The uh, club. Seth, I got us a listener question. I picked us out a little one here that I feel has some uh, meat on its bones. It's petite. It's a petite question from Open Challenge, uh, who says, As a longtime Transformers fan, I found that even if I don't initially feel a connection with a character type, I can eventually find appreciation for them. For example, I didn't click with Dinobots until I saw Masterpiece Grimlock firsthand. After that, I took more notice of the overall design of the group and had stumbled into another sub-faction of worthy buys. I'd like to know what character types took a notably long time to win favor with all members of the WTF crew. So I guess uh, it's like, what what's the type of Transformer that you generally turned away from, but then one day something made you go, ah, oh, this looks pretty cool, and then you had this whole back catalog of stuff you could look into in the aftermath. Man, uh, I, I don't know if I could really think of something. I don't know if there's been a case like that with, like within Transformers. 
Yeah. Like, I, I remember several toy lines when I was a kid, like, when they first came out, like, being like, those toys look dumb. I'm going to make fun of them. And then ending up with, like, a pile of them <laughs> and loving it. Yeah. I, I Like, I, I don't know if I can answer the, the question, like, specifically correctly, but in Transformers, I know that kind of happened to me with Q Transformers, like those little ones. Uh-huh. Uh, cause I was like, yeah, these, these look like, I don't know. I got bot shots already. I don't need these. Then I got, I got one and I was like, oh, these are so much better than bot shots. And I got mad cause then I knew I had to buy a whole bunch of them and I did. Uh, and that, cause that was after Q transformers had been out for a while. Um, I, I got like, not for a while, while, but it was, it was during the first year I'd missed a whole bunch of them. And then I got like the, uh, the alternative prime Q transformer. And I was just like, this is so cool for its size and its price. And I, I was bummed out that I didn't jump on board right away. Um, yeah, there there were times where it was like sections of Transformers that happened while I, like in between me being a kid and me being an adult coming back into collecting that happened when I wasn't paying attention that I thought were cool and got some of after the fact. Or things that happened in Japan that I had no access to or awareness of. Um, but usually in those cases, by that time, they're super expensive or hard to find. So I couldn't like go all in on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I can't think of a time where I wrote off like a subgroup of Transformers initially and then was won over later. Yeah, I don't I don't know if it's like for my own mindset when it comes to stuff like, you know, did I ignore a subgroup like the Dinobots or, you know, the the the, the Stunticons? It's like I've I'm I'm very all encompassing when it comes to Transformers and how I like them. So like for me, it's not so much entire subgroups I'm ignoring, it's more like toy styles cuz really I'm like, you know, if it's called Transformers and it looks fun, like I'm I'm probably into it or at least like, you know, I I don't hate it immediately it's, it's, i can't think of like aesthetics that super put me off as far as like character design except for i don't know like there are there there are there are now a lot of takes on the seekers i find less interesting because it's often seems to boil down to either the classics or the masterpiece seeker designs which i'm done with like i, I really find those super boring but like that's a really niche thing because that mostly just applies to like back when we were still getting lots of classic Seeker repaints and, like, all the knockoffs of the MP11-style coneheads and, and non-coneheads that are out now, and the, the Takaratomi coneheads, which are, like, a super janky remold of MP11, which I think looks really not worth what it, what it costs. Uh, and so, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> well, Seth, like, what, going off topic, like, what's, what's something that as a kid you were like, ah, this is stupid, and you ended up really liking? G.I. Joe. Whoa! Yeah. Tell me all about Seth who thought G.I. Joe was stupid. I want to know about that part. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> but it was like, I, I remember the like the very first commercials for the toys. And this was before there was a comic book. This was before there was a TV show. And it, it was, if I remember correctly, it was basically the Real American Hero song. Like the G.I. Joe, real American hero. It's like, oh, Snake Eyes, he's a commando. And a friend and I, like, back on the playground at school, singing the song mockingly. 
but it was like G.I. Joe something insulting. I don't even remember what it was we were saying and being like, Real those American look American butthole. Yeah, it's like, oh, they're like Star Wars guys, but not cool from space. <laughs> <laughs> they're just green. They're just green army guys. Like, that's dumb. And one of them's black and another one's a lady. Who, who cares? Yeah. I hey. thought... Yeah. And then, then you fast forward a bit. Yeah, like three months or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was a quick turnaround. I remember disparaging He-Man initially. Um, Yeah. Like, everything that became iconic, except for Transformers and GoBots. Like, I encountered GoBots first. Um, It was on a... Like, my school um had a ski trip thing for one of the classes... And it was on one of the ski trips. One of the other kids had like four GoBots. Mm-hmm. And it blew my mind. Like I thought it was the most amazing thing I'd ever seen. And then I think it was just like a couple weeks later, I saw the first Transformer commercials. And it was like, they're even bigger. They're bigger than those GoBot things. These are even better then because they're bigger. And this one's like a jet, and that's amazing. And this one's a gun, I guess. <laughs> Why? <laughs> um, yeah, so, like, that was not a toy line as a kid that I wrote off. Like, I was into the whole idea, it, like, from Jump Street. Yeah. I I just remembered another one that happened, because this was, this was like, super brief, like your stint with hating G.I. Joes as a kid. Uh, when I was a teenager, and Beast Machines was new... And I was unable to actually watch it because it was never on when I was home to watch it. And I was reading the internet uh, and I was a teenager. I totally bought into the idea that Beast Machines must suck because everyone else says it sucks. And I even went to a BotCon seeing like, I think like Night Scream, like Ultra Night Scream was like the new toy and like Primal Prime. And I was like, ah, those Beast Machines toys, those are dumb because they're from the dumb show. And then I actually got some of the toys and saw some of the show. And then I was like, this, this is actually kind of OK. I think I like these actually. And then I, I ended up buying a ton of Beast Machines toys. because I like the I like that toy line a lot, uh, like the, the second half of it with that that Hammer Strike Shark Basic, who I really love. Um, so that was like the very, one of the briefest times I super fit into the stereotypical Transformers fan mindset of the time where I was like, well, what else is Beast Machine sucks? That was super fast. I always forget I, that happened. <laughs> I guess thinking about it, like I was part of like the cool, the cool kid thing of dissing on the initial view of animated. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't something that I had to double back for. Like, by the time it was happening, I had been won over. Yeah. So I don't know if that really fits the listener question. Yeah. But it it, it is closer to what you were just describing as like, oh, everybody else says this is dumb. So I think it's dumb, too. Yeah. And, and like, you know, with Beast Machines, if I'm not able to watch the show and I keep hearing it sucks and I'm like, yeah, I guess it does suck. Then I go and see it and then mess with some of the figures. And I'm like, okay, I don't think it sucks as much. So yeah, that's that's almost more just born out of straight up ignorance than like actual taste. <laughs> so I don't know if it counts. Um, but yeah, like I, I'm, I've, I've been thinking of other things that are they're, again they're not really answers directly to the question. They're just parallels. Like with third party toys, there are popular um, niches of third party transforming robot toys that I'm not into that other people are, 
uh, or, or that I wasn't interested in. Then I, I picked I picked one up or messed with one and kind of got into it. Um, like, uh, oh, what's a good example? Because uh, there are some examples where I picked one up and I'm still not all into that niche. Like, I think Fans Toys Sovereign, their Galvatron, is really cool. But, like, I don't feel like, oh, I gotta go back and pick up the Fans Toys oeuvre now. Because a lot of that stuff still doesn't interest me all that much. Um, but, yeah, I don't, man, I had one and I forgot it. Uh, oh, like, again, this is super niche. The TFC Hades, or, um, there's one other one. Uh, the Planet X Dinobots, where I was like, I don't know if this stuff's going to be any good, and I waited for a while, then, like, I got my first Planet X Dinobot after a couple of them were out and ended up really liking them. Um, or TFC Hades, I was like, I don't know if this is going to turn out okay, and then a couple of them came out, and then I saw some good deals, so I picked up a whole swack of them. And ended up liking the individual robots a ton. Combined mode, uh, I had that initial time that everyone else seemed to have where you really hate it. But I've, I've come around on it a little bit. So yeah, this is all not an answer to the actual question. <laughs> but it's the closest I can think of. Because uh, I can't think of anything. I, there, it's there inspired are, by the question. Yeah, there are no sub-factions where I was just like, I don't like that. I'm not going to pick it up. Like, because that's that's I, this is not how I think about my transformers buying really. Yeah, I mean, I guess I could say there were times where I had to choose. Yeah. Where it was like, especially as a kid, and oh yeah, yeah, having limited funds and limited opportunity to get new toys, it was like, well, I if I could only try to get one of these combiner teams, I'm going to keep focusing on trying to get everything Devastator and not try to start one of these other ones that I know I'm it's I'm going to have a very hard time getting all of between my two opportunities at birthday and christmas when I'm already like 3 6 of the way well that would be half but uh, <laughs> once I'm already well down the road of devastator I should just stay in this lane and try to finish that yeah like as a kid I only ever had one of the secons because I couldn't get everything when I was a kid. But I, I don't think that was really me as a kid, like, specifically going, like, I don't like these C-Cons. It's just, that's how the cookie crumbled back then. Yeah. And even now, it's like, there are, there are lots of unofficial things that I'm super interested in. I just, it's like, you know, uh, Make Toys Defensor. I think it looks really cool. It just comes down to, like, picking and choosing stuff uh, that I think I'm going to get a bigger bang for my buck out of. Not so much then trying to tell myself I also hate the things I don't pick up. So, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't have any genuine real dislikes I can think of off the top of my head that, that informed toy purchasing inside a line. Like, you know, oh, I don't like the design of this Prime character, so I'm skipping his toy. Like, I still ended up picking it up because I, I find the toys interesting. Um, anyway, this is one of those questions where I, I would like the even team to uh, to listen to this episode, for one, and to, for two... To answer this question, it's never gonna happen. I, I mean, I know Aaron doesn't have much time with him working on all of his fake propeller vehicles. Well, he's drawing up like technical plans to keep the lie going. Yeah, and like you know, TJ's in Florida, and yeah, you know, they don't actually have podcasts in Florida. Yeah, it's really weird. You but... can't import podcasts to Florida. It's, it's yeah, a weird law. yeah, it's a weird state law. 
It was passed in the 1800s. We had a lot of trouble getting that podcast recording stuff to happen when we were at Disney World, that one BotCon. Well, we all had to file ahead of time with with uh, the state of Florida yeah, and provide um, documentation to prove that we were not Florida residents. And we, then we were allowed to. We still had but to set up was, that, that podcast embassy, though. Like, there was still a border we had to stay inside. Right. Yeah, like, we couldn't bring... Like, any two pieces of podcasting equipment couldn't be physically connected outside of the designated space. Yeah. So, like, you couldn't take a recording device and a microphone plugged into one another outside of that that little area. And trust me, I tried to be a sneaky boy. I tried to be yeah. a, a real ninja, uh, just a, a wily rascal, and they caught me every time. Yeah. Florida. It's a lot of work. It's mm-hmm. not work this Florida place. Um, no, it'll be underwater soon, so whatever. Yeah, you know, <laughs> the coasts. <laughs> There's no high ground there. Yeah. That that An- Anakin versus Obi-Wan would have ended in a stalemate if they were fly- fighting in Florida, because there was no high ground. Yeah, and they would have They'd both, still be fighting. They'd have been surrounded by the cops, because Florida also doesn't like lightsabers. I yeah. checked. Cops and gators. Yep. Like cops ever, riding gators. You ever seen that episode of Samurai Jack with the Scotsman and all the, the robot gator cops in the swamp? It's basically no, Florida. I haven't seen that. It's it's a pretty good episode. Samurai yeah. Jack new season looks really good, by the way. I just want to say that in a recorded medium. <laughs> Trailer dropped uh, over the, the last week, and I'm very excited. Um... I'm also excited about talking about what we got this week, because I know that we got at least a thing. Uh, and a I have thing. an on-topic thing. An on-topic thing. But, uh, Seth, you do not have an on-topic thing. No, I don't. That's okay. I had one last week. Yeah. So I did that much. I can't I can't be asking all of this of you all the time. No, it's gotta, ridiculous. It's not fair. I gotta lay off. Yeah. Um, so I got... Uh, I went on to eBay... Because eBay. just calling back to a few minutes ago when I mentioned eBay. Fans Toys doing their version of Galvatron, um, I think it was really cool. But I was like, there's things about the DX9 one that came out a year ago that I really want to know about. So I wonder if I can get somebody's regret DX9 tyrant, like uh, someone who got it and uh, was filling a slot and saw the Fans Toys one and went like, oh, no. And it's just trying to cash <laughs> out on the DX9 one. So I was on eBay. There's a guy who had one where he said he took it out of the package once to put on a shelf, never transformed it, then put it back in the package and sold it. And I got it for like half price. So for like 85 bucks. Um, so I was like, all right. Uh, took it out. That toy... Uh, if you really want to boil down comparing it to the Fans Toys one, the Fans Toys one has a much nicer looking robot mode in many respects. The DX9 one, though, if, if it wasn't for those, like, the, the fingers and thumbs, the hands are fine, but the fingers, and especially the thumbs, are really bad. And uh, his weird looking feet, because of the transformation, which that part I'm okay with, his outward hip ratchets do that thing where, like, the first click is his, his legs, like, being totally parallel to the ground, or uh, not parallel, perpendicular to the ground, like, stock straight. The next click out is him almost doing the splits. So it's like those really annoying, like, wide-geared ratchets. Um, that stuff holds him back. But, like, his transformation is really cool. 
the way that he reshapes stuff is very imaginative. And his canon mode ends up looking better than the Fans Toys one, uh, in my opinion. Um, also, his transformation is not physically painful and at times frightening like the Fans Toys one is in the arms. Uh, the Fans Toys uh, Sovereign, those arms, you have to do stuff that doesn't feel good ever at all. Uh, it always feels like you're about to tear the arm out of its socket. Um, and then the arms barely transform themselves, uh, whereas the, the DX9 one, the arms do a whole bunch. The tank treads are not just blatantly stuck onto the arms. Um, the DX9 one is just more pleasant to transform, uh, and that all factors into stuff for me, but I know that does not factor into a lot of stuff for a lot of Masterpiece collectors, so I'm not telling you, like, hey, y'all should go and get that DX9 one. You probably shouldn't, but I'm really happy I did, because I think it's more fun. Um... And that's basically my on-topic what I got story. So I got I got double Galvatrons now. Double Galvatron. I like me my Galvatrons. What? Uh oh, the DX9 one also comes with them. Uh, like he like they both come with matrixes. Uh, but the, the DX9 matrix is comically enormous and really pointy. <laughs> so it's also it's kind of weird. It's a weird matrix. Um, but Seth, you, you didn't get any Transformers this week. You, no. You went in a different direction. I went off top. Oh, no! Like, I shouldn't have to... I mean, I've it's, it's the ongoing saga. There are no Transformers around here. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing new. We got a reply new. on our last episode from someone who uh, talked to a Hasbro person at, at a Toys R Us, which is not like a source of, of the most concrete info. Yeah, but they basically said that their Toys R Us or whatever. I I can't remember now if it was a Toys R Us or some other store. The Hasbro rep said or whatever said uh, we're waiting for movie toys to come out. I was yeah, at a Walmart. I, that's what I theorized that's what was up. Yeah, in that episode, like I wonder if they're just waiting and being like, forget this stuff. We're just gonna wait for movie toys. And that makes total sense. Um, well, and it's really garbagey though because it's yeah. like they're ignoring at least half of a whole line at this point I'm, we're going into wave four and i haven't seen anything past wave two i'm hoping that stuff trick like like just rushes out when the movie line is done because the, the one silver lining to this now is that as of age of extinction movie lines seem to be very brief like they're there age of extinction was a tiny toy line yeah, I uh, hope so. and it came and went super fast <laughs> I was looking at those pictures you guys talked about last time, like the leaked movie toy pictures. Yeah. And I'm looking at the barricade because I I liked barricade mm. from the first movie. Um, and just the first thought that came into my head. Well, the first thought was, do I care about this? And the second <laughs> thought was fool me once. Shame on me. Fool me five times in a row. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> and it's just, I can't, get excited for movie toys yeah i i have no like connect i have so many movie toys between all these movies that i just i just don't have any feeling of caring about it's just like this deafening indifference i think about them and it's like white noise in my head yeah that's like like i don't have white noise but i have a struggle to care when it isn't a barricade basically in this toy line yeah. Like I look at I look at the Optimus Prime and all I think is, well, that sure is impressive how much he doesn't look like he's wearing car parts. And then I'm like, yep, 
and kind of walk away. <laughs> Uh, like, I, I think I'll probably pick up that new Voyager Optimus because of that fact, but I'm not chomping at the bit. And even that barricade, who I think looks cool, I'm like, he sure looks cool, except for the part where I'm worried he's going to cost $30. Because I, I, I'm not quite sure yet if that's the case. So, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, that, that reply was from Mega Squared, who said, uh, I spoke to a Hasbro employee at Walmart. They told me Hasbro was interested in stocking and restocking any Titans Return because the movie toys will be coming out in June, is the reply. And like I said, that kind of thing that you would hear from the Hasbro employees who go to visit big box retailers in person, that stuff's never super concrete, but it it's certainly is worth consideration. Well, and it it really kind of seems counterproductive to a business that sells toys because the Titans return stuff started disappearing before Christmas around here. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, back in November, were they really deciding, okay, we have all this product coming down the pipe, but we're just going to ignore it until June. Yeah. I don't know until six months from now, like that, seems ridiculous that doesn't seem like how you run a business you also gotta gotta take into account the weird part where it seems like uh wave three and four and parts of wave two of titans return came out everywhere except the united states first and that that also seems like i don't know i wonder if maybe that impacted how much stock was available well if it was closer to the movies then i get it i still would be displeased because I'm not interested in the movie stuff and I'm trying to find other things. Mm-hmm. But you would think that the stores, you would think Target and Toys R Us and Walmart would be aggravated that they have empty pegs for six months. Yeah. And I don't know who exactly is making what calls there either. Like, that's that's where it starts to get into the realm of stuff where we're really speculating and making educated guesses, granted, but still, we're going to run into a wall eventually. All I know is it's crazy how hard it's become to find fresher stuff when you're in the United States and not in, like, Canada or uh, Asia. Um, I think it's it's nuts that Canada pulled ahead on some of those releases, <laughs> just given the track record of Canada getting stuff. Um. But Seth, you, you did manage to get yourself some uh, some mythical stuff. Right. So Mythic Legends, um, they started a new Kickstarter. It looks really good! Yeah, oh. uh, we could talk about that in a second. Yeah. But the fact that they started this Kickstarter made me remember, oh yeah, back in August I ordered like three figures because they did a, they did a, a round of selling stuff and that stuff never appeared. I've never gotten any of that. Mm-hmm. And that Agalus or Egalus or however you pronounce it, um, that went on sale sometime later. And I got that a while ago. So I tried emailing their customer service, never got a reply. Um, soon afterwards, um, they posted on their website like, oh, this stuff is starting to ship. Okay. Um, like months after your expected shipment, like they expected to ship it late, uh, 2016. Mm -hmm. So like, it's just all shipped. 
And then they posted a, like a day or two later, like, hey, if your uh, order number ends in five digits, then you're the first wave of shipments. And I'd look, I'm like, okay, well, five digits. Hey. And then someone linked to a, a blog post reviewing one of the figures. I'm like, well, they already got it. And I have nothing that indicates that it's shipped. And then, like, the blog or their their post was, like, saying they're making it sound like that the five-digit people had already shipped. And so I'm talking to Ichabod and Face, Fake Eyes on Twitter, and we're all going around about it. And it's like they hadn't heard anything either. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, the other morning, we all got uh, tracking info emails. So it's like, okay, well, at least it's coming now. At least I know <laughs> it's happening. Um, so they got theirs today. They live closer. Uh, I'm way on the other side of the country here in California. And I think they originated out of uh, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. So I'm supposed to get them Friday. So, But while I, I'm looking at the Kickstarter, getting excited about that, looking at my order from the summer that never happened, getting aggravated about that. Uh, I went, yeah. And I went to eBay and I went looking around at what was on eBay. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) And I got two via eBay. Did you Um, pay up much or were they decent prices? Yeah. Some, but not like ridiculously. So, okay. Um, so I forget his name now, but he was the first of, uh, what's eventually going to be three Templar knight looking guys. Um, so it, he's got like silver armor with some gold details, um, a white tunic with a red cross on it and a big, um, red plume at the top of his helmet. Um, this, this release that shipping, um, I did not get the second Templar guy. And I'm regretting it now. Uh, just out of curiosity, I looked on eBay, and people are selling that one for over a hundred dollars. Yeah, which is ludicrous. <laughs> um, but like fake eyes got that one. I was like, man, now now I'm going to be missing a Templar guy. That's a bummer. <laughs> I, I heard they're some. I got the impression off Twitter they're going to do another run from that first wave of Mythic Legions. Okay, well I'll just hang on then and and see if they do. Yeah, because there's still, like, three or four figures from that line I always wish I'd picked up, and I never did. And, that yeah, that, that second Kickstarter is putting the flavor back in my mouth. Yeah. Well, so, like, this this batch that's shipping now was not Kickstarted. Yeah. they Like, they mixed in some, some from the first Kickstarter. Um, like, there were All-Stars, like the something All-Stars. <laughs> And one of the figures I have coming is from that, like the uh, the Crypt Breaker skeleton. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then the this new Kickstarter, the the third Templar Knight is a female. I think I might get her. There's a lot of female characters in this this uh kickstarter yeah it's kind of what, catching up on that kind of what i was expecting was their second kickstarter would be like add a female buck or bucks and then build off of there so they have like a full palette to operate from right yeah so the other figure i got from ebay so it was one seller selling them as a two 
as a as a pair. Mm-hmm. So I got the Templar guy, who's great. I mean the the paint is fantastic. I love these figures. It's like become it, it's I'm like as f- frantic about wanting to get my hands on these things as I was when I was really deep into World War Robot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm trying to not go completely crazy with it and like pay out the butt for figures I've missed. Um, like I'm really eyeballing this gold skeleton, but they want 70 bucks for it. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I really dig this, the Templar guy. And then, uh, with it came the Legion builder skeleton, which is, which is like the basic skeleton. Um, so the the armor doesn't have any uh paint detail on it and the um the jaw on the skull doesn't articulate like the uh the skeleton I got previously. Uh but just like the dark gray color to the armor and the the bit of like weathering detail that's on the skull is all good. And it, it doesn't look like the cheap figure. And all the rest of the articulation is there. I mean, really, the only difference is there isn't detailed paint on the armor. And if it's just like a basic skeleton warrior, you would kind of not necessarily expect it to have ornate armor. I, I would expect it to be like dark doll armor. So I think it works just fine. And I love them. But yeah, I haven't put in on this new Kickstarter um, yet. I'm definitely going to. Yeah. But it's like all these stretch goal figures keep unlocking. And I'm kind of just waiting to see what all is going to be available because I can't afford to get everything. (laughs) So I'm like keeping a list. Like I have a note in my phone and I'm keeping a list of names and prices and I'm kind of adding and dropping names as things get released to kind of try to stay within a bubble of how much I'm willing to shell out. Yeah, I have I have no idea what to do with the second Kickstarter because like the first one even there was this assortment of figures I kind of wanted to get, but I since I missed out on them, this new Kickstarter it's like there are other figures I'm really into, but then there are some where I'm like, I think I only like this figure with the idea that I would go back and get a hold of the, you know, the series one figures I missed. Uh So I'm trying to like, keep that in mind. Cause like, really it's just, I wanted all the skeleton guys and I wanted like two of the crazy knights and that was about it. So like when I see like all the orc stuff or the dwarves, I'm like, all right, like I know I don't really care about those. Yeah. The orcs don't really do it for me because their bodies are you know like the human bodies but they have Mm. like monster feet and then they have like monster heads yeah but the rest of their body is just human body and then there's something about the shade of green that just is odd to me so it's been easy to ignore orcs yeah and most of the human characters i'm just not that excited about like there's some of these knights and stuff that are cool and I'm not going to deny that, but I, yeah. I, I like 
the skeletons. I like the demons, the minotaurs. I think this this the skeletons really who I like the most. Like really, yeah. I think it was like from seasons from series one. I didn't want any of the Legion builders. I just wanted the named skeletons. I wanted Gorgo. What's his name? The the Horn Knight bad guy. And then like there was one other knight that looked really cool. I think like the Blood Knight. Uh huh. And that was about it. And then like on this Kickstarter, it's like okay, they just revealed a really cool looking skeleton holy man. So that guy looks neat. And then there's like. Yeah, it's like there's there's more dwarves, there's more humans, and I'm not super excited by them. So yeah, there's a lot of elves. There's like good elves and dark elves. Yeah, the elves don't really no, set not. me off either. The beast I, people don't set me off. I really like these female vampires though. Yeah, they look super the cool. Vampire Legion builder with just this like shiny black armor is really cool, and like Lu Lucitra. Or however you pronounce it, like the this named female vampire, this bald lady vampire with this crazy collar, yeah, um, and two short swords, just looks badass. The vampire knight, though, the male vampire knight is kind of weird looking, though. I don't know if I'm into him. Um, yeah, so like the, the, with me and, and this Kickstarter, it's almost like since I know they're, they're probably going to use backer kit and I just find it too complicated to do the math myself. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, do I just pick a figure I know I really want, put in a pledge for them and then wait for the backer kit and then fill out a menu when it's something that's digital that I know I can engage with easily. <laughs> so I'm not sitting there doing all the math. Uh, yeah. Well, like one of the elves though, um, is like a fancy lady elf with this big, crazy antler crown and fairy wings and when i showed that to my girlfriend because she's got a thing for fairies she was just like well you have to get me that one i'm going to (laughs) let you buy me that one i was like okay well i guess that's on the list (laughs) (laughs) and then i'm on the fence with this demon lady yeah kind of like her but i kind of can live without it yeah, I don't know. Like, I, just, I don't know what to do. They have to stop adding <laughs> characters. The thing that made it harder for me is when I realized that they weren't doing the thing that uh, Vitruvian Hacks did, where unlocks also meant that the all-in became a better and better value. And I know that does, that doesn't actually make sense for a lot of Kickstarters. I don't understand how yeah. it made sense for Vitruvian Hacks, but it was that was the best thing, where it was just like, oh, they've added like 500 stretch goals and they all unlocked. I'll just do the all-in, because that's like a massive value buy. <laughs> and I'll deal with it later. Yeah, they don't have an all-in. No, they have they have the 19-piece, like... Yeah, that's the first 19 that they started with. Yeah, and I'm like, well, I don't want half of those. Like, is there a way I could trade out a bunch of those for other ones? <laughs> The the final pledge is still available. There's only one. Yes, yeah. Make, for ten thousand dollars. Make me into a toy. Yeah. They will make your likeness as a head. And you will get a case of approx- approximately eighteen of them. So what's what's the approximately eighteen part? I don't know. We ran out of uh, we ran out of parts. You set seventeen and a half <laughs> rounds up to eighteen. They're like, you were so ugly. <laughs> We put you on the troll body, so you're only going to get two. But, yo, you're on the troll body, and you're yeah. like, I guess that's a... Because you were so ugly. This doesn't feel like a compliment. 
Oh, if I like win the lottery this week, like before the Kickstarter ends, I'll totally do it. <laughs> but I do not have ten thousand dollars <laughs> right now. <laughs> Where are your savings, man? Oh. I mean, technically, I have ten thousand dollars. But I think I would get in a lot of trouble if I spent it on on this. Like, no, I got 18. This is my legacy. I have 18 knights with my head. Look, it's me. I'm a knight. Oh, wouldn't that suck if they're like, hey, we, we found your head shape just works perfectly with the orc body. You're well, like, that's no! the human body. That's the human body. Well, we painted it green. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> I would want it to be on like on an evil warrior though. The the bad guys have the way cooler armor. Yeah. It's just how life is. Um Yeah, but it's like guess what everyone's getting for Christmas? <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> Little me. Uh cuz I got 18 of them. <laughs> Approximately. <laughs> Yeah, I'm stoked though. Um, for this Kickstarter, it's neat. There's a lot of cool stuff in here. It's really cool how they revealed some of the stretch goals. Yeah, like a couple of them were originally just a black picture with cracks all over it, and then they went back and added cracks to a bunch of the elves. Yeah, and those are still there. So I don't know what they're saying about that. That, like, there are secret double stretch goals that are, like, evil versions of them? I don't know. I'm sure it's some storyline thing. Oh, and then, so one of the figures is this uh, fan-voted thing. Yep. Um, I was originally like, well, whatever it's going to be, I'm just going to get that. Like, I'll get that. Because it's going to be fan-voted. It's going to be totally unique. Uh, except for there's, like, some forum that are voting as a block and rigging all the results or pushing all the results to what they decided they want it to be mm. so it's going to be like a female ranger which is like a really basic idea that like as Ichabod was saying they probably were going to end up doing anyway yeah so now i'm not interested because it's not a fun like weird mishmash of stuff voted on by the fans it's just this kind of obvious thing that this one group wants it to be so i think i'm out on that deal what was the fan voted one last that was the blood knight was the fan voted one on the last one right I don't know. I think it was because I kind of came into all this stuff after the first Kickstarter had been settled. Because I remember I saw the fan voted one on the last one. I thought he looked cool, but I also didn't see anything about it that made me go like, ah, the crazy fan voted one. It's just like, it's just a lot of the evil armor and it's painted blood red. It's like, that seems like a, a supremely obvious choice to go with. Yeah, no, this is going to be like all the, like the leather gauntlets and the leather boots and isn't that already one of the characters on the Kickstarter? You, sort of. Okay. <laughs> just checking. Just checking. It's like, yeah, it's like, what? All right, just do something boring, I guess. Because that sounds like Fairy Wings Lady without the Fairy Wings, sort of. 
Oh, uh, she's got the antlers, so it's different. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, but it sounds like they're just doing like a human lady ranger. So she'll have a bow. And probably be mostly green. Like green hood. Stupid green army men aren't as cool as Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Green's my favorite color, but I keep I seem to keep pooping on it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so forget it. Like that one will be off the list. Like it, if that's what like it just ended up being, that would have also been more acceptable. I'm just annoyed that there's this voting block that is pushing their own agenda. I just don't like it. I don't like it. I have. I'm trying. Nope. I got no opinion. I don't care. It's not a skeleton. I don't care. There's only one skeleton on this Kickstarter. Might be the only one I guess so far. Oh no, I'm. Well, I have to get the fairy lady because I was told to get the skeleton guy, brother Mandibulus. 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 Like, so the those are happening. The two lady vampires. Yes. Um, let's see what else was I. I There's someone in here who looks like a Dark Souls character. What's their name? They have like a weird mushroom head. Oh, yeah. Grisha, the the slitherer. That's 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 one I think I want because that looks so much like a weird Dark Souls character. Well, his helmet looks like the top of a one of those Muslim spires. Yeah, he reminds me of the Onion Knight <laughs> from Game of Thrones. No, from from Dark Souls. <laughs> gonna say because Davro Seaworth doesn't have a crazy helmet. <laughs> <laughs> And he's the only Onion Knight that I recognize, sir. Well, I just I just threw a glove on the floor, but it didn't make any noise. Yeah. I'm resisting uh, the leopard-headed cat man. I'm resisting that. I, I think I'm going to have to get the ghost because he's part of the undead crew. I keep forgetting about that ghost because I keep scrolling straight past him. Yeah, he, he doesn't have a skeleton head, but he has a skeleton body. And he has chains all over him. There's chains, and there's a ball on the end of the one of the chains. And he's a ghost. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and I I was gonna get the vampire knight. I think I'm gonna cut him he to looks, make room for something else. He looks silly. Yeah, his helmet the, looks really silly. Yeah, his face is weird. Um. Yeah, so that lady Templar, yes. Now this like angel looking chick. Yeah. That looks really cool. I'm super on the fence about that one. I kind of And I, she I, has the same little faction emblem in the corner of her picture that the Templars do. And she also has a helmet according to their blog I was just flipping through. Yeah, but I really kind of like the face sculpt. She looks very stern. Yeah. I she just looks like cool. it. I like it when someone in full armor comes with a helmet so I can, like, do the thing that I think they would do when they're in an actual fight, which is put a helmet on. Yeah. And she comes with a big-ass hammer, which is also cool. And those wings, those are, cool. like, those are good wings. Yeah. But I yeah. keep going back and forth on that one. It looks cool. Yeah. And then I think I might get this Dark Forces weapon pack, because some of those weapons are cool. Like the Skull Axe. <laughs> that the new one? Yeah, it's it's not unlocked yet, but it's very close to being unlocked. Yeah, it's, on, so on it's way planet, down at the bottom. On what planet won't that be unlocked? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it should be unlocked. I mean, I think it's like 
two or three thousand dollars away. I'm sure yeah. it will be unlocked by the morning. And there are a whole lot of people like me who just like set a 48 hour reminder on the thing because like I just want to wait to see what it looks like right before it ends, and then I'll see if I want to do anything. Oh, I've been checking in on it a couple of times a day now. And where are they at? Where are they at? What's the next teased image? What's going on? Well, I've uh, I think we should move on from from the Kickstarter for now. Okay, it's just a Kickstarter. Whoa. It's just a Kickstarter. Whoa. Just I, so dismissive. I got two two off topic things to talk about. One of them is something I haven't actually opened. It's just more of the story about them. But the other one is uh, I got. I don't think I talked about this in the podcast yet. I got that Marvel Legends Deadpool. Did I talk about that? Yo, I got that Deadpool. Got, if you did, you talked about it on the last Even Number show, which has not been released at this time. Yeah, I don't remember anymore. So I, I'll just throw it out there. I got I got the uh, the Deadpool. Uh, he came out at Canadian GameStop, EB, whatever's in there, whatever it is they call that second floor where the toys are. And uh, I think they, they got like the full cases of like eight Deadpools because there were tons of them. And uh, it's a good toy. Yeah. I like that toy. I've, I figured out how to get him to carry all his accessories. Uh, I balanced the, the unmasked head on top of the bazooka. <laughs> and I stuffed the taco into one of his belts. Uh, really good toy. I, I forgot about the part where the boxing glove can come off, so it's just a regular bazooka. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Um, what was I going to say about that? No, I don't remember. I'm really bummed out that his uh, wrist joints go in a direction that is useless for, like, every single one of his accessories. Yeah. Because if they went, if you if those wrist joints were flipped 90 degrees, they'd be perfect for his swords, they'd be great for most of his guns... As it is, he can bend his wrist inwards, which helps with literally nothing. Uh, also, for a while, I thought he couldn't hold the swords. Because I thought the sword grips were too small for his hands. But then I found that specific angle where they kind of lock into place. And it was all gravy. But uh, that was that was a nice... Because that's the only figure I wanted from the Juggernaut wave. So I was happy to get a chance to pick him up. Um, the other thing, which I haven't opened yet, but I was, I was in the States last weekend and, uh, I finally on the way back found some of those Netflix Voltron combining Voltron lions. Oh, yes. I, I think I saw those last time I was at Toys R Us, but didn't really look at them. I found four of the five lions. So I don't, I have a one-armed Voltron to put together. Oh, at least I could stand. I couldn't find the red lion, and I'm trying to figure out what monster went through an entire town and bought just the red lion. Like, I'm sure that's not what happened, but that's just the way my brain came up with the narrative. That at every store I went to, the red lion was the only one who wasn't there. I'm like, what happened? Who? What, like, maniacal Keith fan ran around just buying the red lions? Oh, maybe it's like the Power Ranger fan that only buys, like, green power ranger or something this makes no sense also i think it really is kind of dumb that they sold the lion separately like uh, i or at least th there is no gift set version there's no fancy pack there's no fancy pack it's just like there's a black lion in a box and then the four lions on blister cards and god damn it i want to i want a fancy pack the the stupid the the giant barely holds together power ranger movie megazord got a fancy pack Voltron doesn't get a fancy I've seen, pack. I've seen the movie Power Ranger toys. Yeesh. Lots of not paint. Glad I'm not a Power Ranger fan, I'll tell you that. 
So that, that movie Megazord, I really like the layout, and I like how tall the thing is, but I'm amazed when I see people who have it explain the ways it doesn't hold together for how big it is. <laughs> like, everything is just pegged together, and then, like, the torso rests on the abdomen, <laughs> and two little pegs plug into it. But that's it. And I'm like, that seems very ill-conceived. But it sure is big. Uh... And every piece sure does explode into all its constituent parts and reassemble rather than transform. Uh, but that's that's about it for my off-topic. I haven't opened Yo the vault. Yo, man, how yet. many legs you got on that Triceratops? Hey, listen, we don't know, okay? We don't know. What if, you know? What if they were six-legged? I'm, I'm all into that eight-legged mammoth myself. Yo, how many legs your mammoth got? It's an arachno-mammoth with a railgun for a face. Yo, this robot sidekick of the the hologram head isn't from space looking enough. Let's give it weird, creepy arms. <laughs> I'm probably I'm probably gonna end up seeing that in theaters. Okay, well, let me know. Let me know how it goes. I'll tell you all about Brian Cranston. <laughs> That's the part I'm really I'm really jazzed for. Uh, but that's it for my topic. I huh? wonder if they'll put any Easter eggs to the the old school Power Ranger movie. Well, like Ivan Ooze? I don't know. I didn't see the old school Power Ranger movie either, but I wonder if there's something that only kids from the 90s will understand kind of reference mixed in there. I, I, I got a feeling it's going to be more like, I wonder how many references to Power Rangers ass Power Rangers are going to put into it. I don't I don't know if they're going to get that that niche, like that deep a cut. Who knows? Maybe there's a, there's a guy called Ivan playing with some Gak in the background or something. I don't know. Like, ah, oh, there's stupid Ivan and his stupid purple Gak. What a dummy. And in the sequel, he's totally the villain. I don't know. Uh, anyway, we're doing a short one here this evening. Uh, partly because I'm in a tundra and I'm worried about the power exploding. Also, uh, I'm tired. <laughs> uh, but... I think that about does it for this recording. Seth, is there nothing else on your end uh, off-topic-wise? No. That, that made its way into your abode deck? No, not unless you want to go way off-topic. Talking but, about chairs? No. No. <laughs> no, I'm talking about things we can't discuss oh! on the message board. <laughs> yeah. I, uh... No, toys, toys I'm done for the week. Yeah, I not I, much this not much this cycle. I gotta I gotta film some some packaging shots before I open things up because that's a great way for me to not just wantonly open everything and then forget about it. Yeah. Uh, but guess what? Next time, more what? mythical legions. Hey, I'm I'm always up for talking about how cool those are, even though I've never handled one. One of them's <laughs> gonna be a skeleton. Green poisonous skeleton. That's from wave one point five, right? I just, yeah, well, I that's, just that's read what that. this thing is. Oh. Yeah, so I got that coming. I got the green skeleton. I got the Crip Breaker, which is from that first Kickstarter. And I have the Barbarian Builder set. Those builder sets seem cool. Yeah. I don't know how many parts it's gonna come with. Fake Eyes tweeted a picture of his night builder set that he got today. I was like, man, look at all these parts. There's almost two guys worth in here. Is almost. it almost 
Because some, sometimes that gets close enough where I get annoyed, and I'm like, you know, if you just, like, supplied me with another set of hips, I'd have two figures. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, uh, we'll Super check back in on that jazz in a couple weeks. Uh, next week, I'll be back with Aaron and TJ, and we're getting very close to Toy Fair, which is another reason why I'm cool with some short recordings, because then we can save ourselves up for what I assume to be lots of talk during Toy Fair. I don't actually know. We'll find out. But uh, in the meantime, thank you, Seth, for joining me and uh, being so patient with my neediness and all my travel and everything. Oh, it's fine. Um, it's fine. It was Super Bowl weekend last weekend. I mean, come on. Whoa. Dude. What were we going to talk about when there was football to to foot? I shook my head and shrugged my shoulders. I yeah, you didn't even watch the game. No. What do you know? I watched the important part. All right, Stranger Things. The important part was the last half of the final quarter going into overtime. That no, was I, the important part. The, no, 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 no. The important part of that wasn't watching that. It was watching Twitter react to that. That was uh, probably way more fun for me. Than it oh. would have been to actually watch this. Yeah. I don't know who's going on, and I don't know who the good guys are. I don't know who the bad guys are. But then, like when Twitter is like they're down twenty hundred points or whatever, and then now they're losing, and I'm like, well, that seems exciting. Yeah, like I'm only a mild football fan at best, and my geographic chosen team is just garbage the last couple <laughs> of years. Um. So I've really not been watching much football. Like this is the first, or this was the only game all year I watched from start to finish. Um, and so I didn't. I don't have a team going into it. Like virtually everybody I knew was was rooting for the Falcons. Uh, but once I wasn't emotionally invested either way, I was just able to enjoy watching it go crazy at the end. Yeah. And have all these things that shouldn't be happen happening happen. So I was just able to enjoy watching crazy stuff go down. Yeah, the spectacle. Yeah. But did you see that the the video of uh Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston watching the game to get together? I have not. I I only saw the Chris Evans one where some guy grabbed his shirt. No, uh so Woods was all in for the Falcons and Kofi, I guess, is a big Patriot fan. And, uh, you know, they're pro wrestlers. Trash talking is part of their job. Mm. And the New Day guys are very good at it. So, man, Kofi was just laying into Woods. <laughs> it was great. He's like, you were counting your chickens before they hatch, Woods. You were counting your chickens. He's like, I wasn't counting anything. Because you walked in that hen house, you didn't see no chickens, but you saw all these eggs, and you were counting them eggs. <laughs> but you ain't got no chickens, Woods. <laughs> and then, like, he's holding up his phone to the camera after the game was over. He's like, "All day, people be texting me, be texting me how my team was losing. I got no text now. Where the text at?" <laughs> <laughs> like picked up a chair and threw it on the bed <laughs> because they were in Xavier's hotel room. Yeah. So he picked up the chair, threw it on the bed. And then Xavier was mad. Like, are you going to take this chair down? <laughs> this is my room. <laughs> he goes, no, I take the chair down yet. I'm not done with it. <laughs> that was great. If you could find it, check it out. Yeah, I'm sure I can. <laughs> I had a nice sub sandwich. 
that someday. Cool. Anyway. What'd you, what'd you get on the sandwich? Chicken finger sub. Yeah. From Wegmans. All right. It's proper. Did you, did you get any mayonnaise on there? No. It's chicken some fing- mustard? Chicken fingers with marinara sauce, some mozzarella, and a bit of bacon. Oh, all right. It's proper. My my chosen sub shop here in Petaluma, Lucchese's uh, Deli, um, I like to get the roasted turkey with lettuce, mayonnaise, mustard, Swiss cheese, and bacon on a Dutch crunch roll. That that's, sounds good. That's that's my go-to sandwich. I didn't quite catch. Did you say there's tomato on that? No. Okay, because I was going to say I'd leave the tomato off, but clearly you already did. No, the only uh, plant life is the bread and uh, um, lettuce. I'd take some spinach on there, too. Yeah, spinach is all right. I, I like a spinach have, lettuce I don't have mix. Beef spinach. I just tend to get the uh, mayonnaise, mustard, lettuce, Swiss cheese, bacon, roasted turkey <laughs> on a Dutch crunch. Give me a give me a sprinkling of kale, too. And then I'll get a cup of their, uh, their uh, macaroni salad to go with it. Ooh. You know, if you if you I chopped up bro- broccoli onto a sub, I think I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I, I like sprouts on a sandwich once in a while too. Those that's pretty good. Sprouts, if they're sprouts. too thick, they start to bother me. I don't think I've had a problem with thick sprouts before. I, I don't like having thick sprouts <laughs> on my sandwiches. Yeah, I can't say I've I've encountered a sprout that was so thick that I really noticed. Y'all got them thick sprouts. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe my the the my range of what I can consider too thick is is a different gauge than yours. Y'all got some of them thick sprouts. <laughs> I don't like them thick sprouts. <laughs> Y'all got some of them thick sprouts and runny mustard. Can I see your thing of sprouts? I will pick out the ones that I want. I only want the thin ones. <laughs> don't give me thick sprouts. You slice that lettuce thin too. Don't like this thick lettuce. It's like what they're filleting the lettuce. <laughs> like a three-inch thick piece of lettuce. Uh. Anyway, Seth, thank you very much for coming by. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Uh, we will talk to you later, everyone. Have a good day, time of day that you're listening to the podcast. Adios. Adios. Add all that up, I don't know what the f it means, but you got some badass perpetrators that are here to stay.